Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can stay updated with when we upload new episodes. Follow us on social media at Gonzo Tonight. And today we're going to do a brief overview of what went down in the 2020 presidential debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden on uh, the 29th of, what month is it? Were we in September? September 29th, that was yesterday. And um, we're going to talk about the main topics that were discussed in the debate. We're going to talk about some heated moments between the two, the president and vice president. And let's just go ahead and jump right into it. All right, so last night we start this debate right off the bat with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, He's asked the first question, and I believe um, the first topic that came up was the coronavirus, COVID-19. And um, basically, you know, they did the exchange back and forth between Trump and Biden. It started out pretty... um, Pretty calm with the first four minutes. Uh, Trump gave his uh, uninterrupted two minutes of time. Joe Biden gave his uninterrupted two minutes of time. Trump had a one-minute follow-up. And if you pay attention, uh, Biden proceeds to interrupt him three times in that one minute, thus starting the whole interrupting back-and-forth thing. And you see Trump get defensive, and he starts, um, you know, uh, hitting Biden back, and they're going back and forth. And all you see, really, for the most part, is Chris Wallace getting on Trump's case about interrupting Biden when, you know, Biden's interrupting Trump back and forth just as much. And Chris Wallace, first of all, we all know, was the third imposter of this debate. This man was basically, I guess in this situation, the second imposter, but he basically was debating Trump more than Biden was debating Trump. I mean, Biden is standing there, quote, answering questions, not really answering questions in my opinion. I think he was just rambling. I don't think he answered a single question that was given to him, but the point is Chris Wallace is sitting there basically uh, listening to Biden, and then he kind of realizes he's in a jam, so he moves on, maybe, helps Biden uh, get over the hill he's trying to cross, the hill he's trying to um, come over. And um, then basically, whenever, whenever, what I noticed is whenever Trump said something or started to say something that was pretty cool and like everyone wanted to hear it, it was like a good, a good point for him. Chris Wallace would be like, all right, let's move on. And then... Whenever Biden was in a jam, or if he was starting to slow down, or whatever the case may be, Chris Wallace would then be like, all right, all right, let's move on. And Trump, now, I I think, personally, Trump was a little too aggressive um, right off the bat. 
And, you know, Chris Wallace got in his case and Trump fired back at him and Biden. And I think that as the debate progressed, it was more justified for his aggression, so to say. But he kind of jumped the gun right off the bat and he was like ready to fire. And he definitely, Trump definitely took control of this debate. And Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace uh, immediately lost control of the debate as a moderator. And I think he basically became the second debater, uh, you know, against Trump. But anyway, coronavirus. We talk about coronavirus, uh, Biden and Trump. And Trump's whole point is, look, Biden said, if he was president, that he would not have shut down uh you know the borders for another two months maybe so this is trump talking he's saying look look, biden wouldn't have closed the borders for another two months and i closed them you know at the time i thought was fit i think it was sometime in february and dr fauci's saying that you know if i hadn't closed the borders at that time thousands of more lives would have been lost and all this so he's defending how he handled the pandemic by saying I closed the borders, uh, made sure that no one was coming in and bringing the virus, and ultimately I saved uh, more lives that would have been if we had left the borders open. And um, Biden's defense is basically that's not true or something along those lines. And he comes back at Trump basically saying that uh, he opened the economy too early. He was not being... Uh, strong enough he blamed trump for every single covid death didn't specify if that was every covid death in america or if that was every covid death around the world besides the point we all know that's china's fault moving on his defense is basically you didn't handle this right uh you opened the economy or you opened the country back uh you opened the country too early and you're too worried about the economy we can't fix the economy until we fix the COVID pandemic, um, which I'm not sure what that means because COVID is not going anywhere. Um, it's like the new flu. And, um, you know, we'll have a vaccine, sure, but COVID will still be around. So basically, and, and they're going back and forth. Um, Chris Wallace is asking questions. They're not really answering those questions. Um, Trump is basically standing there defending uh, his presidency and um, asking Joe Biden, what would you have done or what have you done in your 47 years in office? And, uh, you know, you didn't have a plan and all this and that. So the COVID thing, that it, it, there, there's not much talk about policy there. Obviously, it's what Trump did versus what Biden says he would have done. And, you know. Who knows what Biden would have done? Uh, I, I don't think personally. Don't think that Biden is in the mental state of holding any type of office. Um, I don't even think he could run a lemonade stand effectively at this point. And <clears throat> actually, forgot to mention, Biden did surprise me when he walked up on stage. The first five minutes of him talking, I was very surprised about his um, what appeared to be his mental state and his composure. Um, you know, red flag totally doped up on something. 
Because if you look at any video from this past year and even 2019, this guy is rambling like nonsense all day, saying all these ridiculous things, things that aren't true, things that are racist, things that are whatever. And he gets up on stage and I'm like, this is the Biden from like 2016 when he still had half a brain. And that right there, I'm like, red flag, he's on something. Um, Trump comes out. It's Trump. It's the, it's the same dude. Um you know, comes off with fire in his eyes, same dude. And uh, now I'm seeing people who are accusing Biden of uh, having a wire. I saw this one thing, there's something like on his wrist. And um, turns out, I think the thing on his wrist was like a bracelet um, as like a piece of memory, a piece of memory from his dead son, Bo. Um, but then other people were saying there's like a wire on his right side like just under his suit jacket you can kind of see it in this one video there's a lot of theories going around and the funniest slash kind of scariest like the the one theory that stood out to me was that you know uh joe biden look him up he's got blue eyes and then they're saying in the debate it looked like his eyes were a lot darker and this uh, this one guy on Twitter, oh, I forget his name, but it's floating around. A bunch of people have posted it. Basically, they posted that. Why are his eyes like a darker color? And then this guy posts a um, like a contact lens. It's like a um, it's a not a hypothetical. It's like a um, uh, what is it? Like a a concept of a contact lens. And the contact lens was um, like, it's okay, Mission Impossible uh, 3 or 4 where they put the contact lenses in and he can see like a heads-up display on his eyes. It's kind of like that. And it's saying that the contact lens would like show the viewer or whoever's wearing them information, you know, if they like just in, in front of them basically. And uh, what's funny is... Uh, my friend and I noticed when we were watching, there's one point, there's a few points, but there's one point that starts us for Biden. It looks like he, he starts blinking really fast and then he like closes his eyes. He can't really open them almost as if he's struggling with like contact lenses. And I would know because I wear contacts. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Is he tired? He's just, is, is, is something in his eye whatever? So I see this today and I'm just kind of laughing at myself. I'm like, okay, this, this is a funny theory. They're basically they're saying, oh, he's wearing contact lenses that show, you know, like a heads up display of information of what to say or like kind of like a teleprompter or whatever. And of course, I, none of this is proof. This is all conspiracy. I just thought it was funny. And, um, you know, n- nothing, nothing's impossible. Nothing at this point, nothing is out of the question. But anyway, Biden probably had some outside help um, via, you know, drugs, via wire, whatever. This guy was like went back to the past four years ago. They took the they took the 2016 Joe Biden, made him look a little older, brought him back, and he's you know debating at almost full force. Moving on to the economy, this kind of it was like the segue from coronavirus into the economy. And Chris Wallace is like, okay, so besides the uh, economy being affected by coronavirus you know, have the President Trump defend uh, his record. 
you know, Trump proceeds to say, listen, we had the lowest unemployment rate, record unemployment, um, record African-American unemployment, all this stuff, um, you know, record-breaking job numbers, all this stuff, not including the COVID, um, the COVID mess. And of course, um, you get Biden coming in saying, that's not true. That's like, I think he probably said that like 30 times throughout the debate. This, that's not true. He said it 30 times. And, you know, his whole thing is basically to, his goal is to delegitimize Trump and what he has done in the past three and a half years as president. And I honestly don't remember much from the economy um, section of this debate. There were some parts in the debate where I was like, I don't even remember what they're talking about. Um, I'm sitting there like, wait, what was the question? And then sometimes like uh, Chris Wallace would even repeat the question. And I was like, okay, yeah, they weren't even answering that. So both guys, Trump and Biden, there was a lot of like avoiding the question, mainly from Biden. I don't remember Biden actually answering one question. Trump did a little bit better. But of course, Trump gets kind of distracted and he answers the question a little bit and then he, you know, fires back at Biden, fires back at um, his opponent, Wallace, and um, fires at the media, fires at whoever. And but basically, it's the same thing that's been going on, you know, Trump in his rallies or versus Biden in his rallies. Trump is saying he's done this, this and this. Biden is saying uh, that's not true. And what was the other one? The Supreme Court. That's right. Supreme Court situation that's going on right now uh rbg uh passed away uh recently and then of course uh trump and the republicans want to nominate a new supreme court justice and the whole issue with this is that the democrats are saying they should wait until the election's over so that quote the people can basically choose um who they're Supreme Court nominee would be because you know if they vote Biden it's going to be a left-leaning judge if they vote Trump it's going to be a right-leaning judge and um, so Trump is saying look it's my constitutional duty to fill an empty seat when someone steps down or passes away it's the president's job to fill that seat and the president's term is four years long we are in my fourth year, therefore I have the right to uh, nominate a, a Supreme Court justice. And the Democrats are saying uh, that it's not right, that you're going against. Apparently, uh, RBG's dying wishes were uh, that she would not be replaced under... Well, it, She says she wouldn't want to be replaced under this president. So if he gets um, reelected, we have to wait another four years now. So anyway, she doesn't... Basically, what they were saying, what the Democrats were saying, is we should wait till the election's over. Uh, of course, even if Trump got elected, maybe they can get the Senate back. Who knows? But their whole argument is it's not right. It goes against her dying wishes. It's not that we should give the people. The, the people should have a voice in choosing the Supreme Court uh, justice, or at least the nominee. And, uh, you know, Trump is saying, look, I am president. I was elected for this purpose and my term is not up. And, you know, the presidency is three years, not four years. So what's going on? Trump, uh, Biden's, um, argument, Biden's argument is basically that 
well, we're already in an election. An election has already started, so we should wait so that people can vote. And then based on who wins, they can pick the Supreme Court nominee. So, and I mean, th- this is all, uh, most, some people think it's up for debate, like it's an opinion. A lot of people are saying it's just the constitution, they're using the constitution uh, as the president's duty, uh, or it's not constitutional. Some people are saying it's not constitutional, but I mean, if you read it, it is. So that was kind of the whole RBG thing, the um, Supreme Court justice situation. And, um, then we jump to um, race and violence in American cities. Basically, um, the rioters, the looters, what's going on with Black Lives Matter, um, and other vi- and other violent groups, uh, Proud Boys, whatever. So, obviously, it starts off with kind of Black Lives Matter. Um, slash defunding the police. Chris Wallace asks Biden if he supports defunding the police, which he has said numerous times he would. He's also said numerous times he wouldn't. There's no clear answer. So in the debate, he says, he, he, he doesn't say yes or no. He says something along the lines of, I want to give the police force an opportunity to do their job. I'm like, what? Okay, but how? So he doesn't answer the question. Trump Trump jumps in, says whatever, and you know, of course, Trump is all about backing the police, and you know, of course, even uh, he's talked about his plan to um, for police reform, not defunding the police, but there's some things that need to be changed, and um, they go back and forth on that. Uh, he and Chris Wallace go back and forth. He and Joe Biden go back and forth on that, and. Um, it goes to Trump all of a sudden. Uh, Chris Wallace wants Donald Trump to um, denounce white supremacy and, and white hate and, and hate groups, basically. And if you've been paying attention, like literally pick a year, 2016 to now, you can find video evidence, written evidence of Donald Trump as president uh, before and after, before and as president denouncing white supremacy, white nationalism, the KKK, numerous times. Even in 2016, in the debate, when Chris Wallace was the moderator, Trump denounced them, you know, while Chris was a moderator. So he's asking this question four years later again. And I'll admit, Trump could have handled this a lot better, but he didn't. He could have easily said, um, you know, yes, I denounce white nationalism, you know, for the hundredth time, whatever. But if you do, and people were criticizing his um, answer, but really, Chris Wallace says, um, would you tonight denounce white supremacy? Trump says, sure. Uh, and he continues the question, would you denounce white supremacy and uh, other hate groups? So Trump says, sure, I'd be willing to do that. Gets cut off by Biden a little bit and, and Chris Wallace at the same time. They're like, um, well, come on, say it, say it, then say it. And Trump's like, okay, well, uh, you know, who do you want me to denounce? Like, pick one, give me a name. Um, 
and you know by and sin they're going say it say it say it and it's kind of mumble jumbled in there but then he basically says he says um the trump says proud boy i think the way i heard it was he was saying i guess proud boys was mentioned so he said proud boys um stand by something like that stand by stand ready um People were taking people. There's two sides to it. People were saying that it was like a call to Proud Boys to tell them to stand by. But when I first heard it, my thought was like he was describing what the Proud Boys do, like when they're at their uh, rallies or their um, their gatherings, so to say. He was saying the Proud Boys they stand by, they don't really do anything um, unless they're attacked. But and then he goes on to say, but why don't we talk about the left, like Antifa and all these other hate groups on the left that aren't being addressed that are actually committing violence? He's saying, I see the violence that I'm seeing is coming from the left. So then Biden's uh, rambling and Chris Wallace is saying stuff and basically he he stops it. Chris Wallace says, all right, I want to move on. I want to move on. So it's like Trump is not allowed to further explain what he's saying which I think could have been something that everyone wants to hear, which is, you know, what about the left wing, uh, the violence of the left? And he cried, again, he could have definitely handled it a lot better. He could have answered that question a lot better. But Chris Wallace, the third imposter, was not allowing him to, uh, you know, explain himself. And... um you know, I think after that, that was towards the end. Oh, they talked about they they talked about um, Joe Biden's record a little bit. Trump brought up um, how in 1994, um, the the crime bill that was uh, basically drafted and passed by Joe Biden um, was basically mass incarceration of African Americans, whereas Trump, as president, has proposed legislation that. Um, you know, freed a lot of African Americans and people that were falsely, or not falsely imprisoned, but um, it basically lessened the sentence and gave a second chance to a lot of um, people that were in jail for you know whether whether it was drug crimes or whatever the case may be. So Trump is basically saying, I have done a lot for the black community uh, when it comes to you know incarceration. And when it comes to um, jobs and tax breaks and, you know, just stuff that, you know, helps every American. But he's saying, look, you know, the black community has done much better under me than they did under Obama is basically his claim or even better than ever before. But you, Biden, you uh, just have a history of anti-Semitism and, you know, racial hate towards black people and you've said some really weird things about black people you said that you don't want your kids growing up in a racial jungle and all these different things and even recently you know uh, the famous uh biden quote poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids implying that you know white kids are smart and talented and minorities are not so many other things uh if you don't if you don't vote for 
me, you're not black. So, you know, this is it's another. It's basically another back and forth between Trump and Biden and Wallace, and they're trying to defend their records. Well, mainly Trump. Trump is there defending his record. He's like, I've done more in forty-seven months than you've done in forty-seven years, Biden. And Biden's up there basically saying, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, uh, that's not true, and, uh, you know, so that's basically, like, a summary of what was going on. Um, also, one, actually, one more point, they briefly touched on the whole, um, mail-in ballots, that one, I mean, that one, I didn't really pay attention to that one, honestly, I do have to watch that again, but... They talked about how mail-in ballots might be an issue or maybe they won't be an issue. And, you know, Trump is saying, uh, well, Biden is saying that, you know, Trump might steal the election. Trump's saying Biden might steal the election. And um, they didn't bring up any examples, but, you know, there's all this video evidence that I've been seeing circling around where uh, ballots are getting thrown out. And uh, or like missing ballots are being found, all this like sketchy stuff, nothing super concrete, but it's a lot of uncertainty with the mail in ballots. And I, I, I mean, two years ago, Florida had an issue with uh, ballots, fraudulent ballots. Um, I believe it was, I don't think it was the governor's race, it was one of our, it was one of the um, races two years ago and um they got in trouble for fraudulent ballots the democrats obviously and so it's like all these things are coming up and it's like it's not far-fetched and um so they talked a little bit about that and then towards the end of the debate i kind of got distracted um i was at a public place with some friends and then uh we got into conversation with uh other people that were watching and um you know, just really, it was like, it was towards the end. I was like, looking at the watch. I'm like, it's already 1030. And like, they're still going. I'm kind of getting like, I'm like, ugh, just like, come on. It's, uh, they've been yelling at each other back and forth. Like, let's go. Come on. Trump won. Let's go. Yeah. Trump didn't do, you know, as good as he should. He could have done better, but he definitely won. Biden's like now like looking around, like losing his, losing his stuff. He's like staring at the ceiling. Like what's going on? Um, <clears throat> so that was basically my really quick, super brief rundown analysis of, uh, for what I can, re- this is all based on memory from watching it once. Um, so if I watch it again, I'll definitely bring up some more stuff in future episodes. Um, but I wanted to do like my initial reaction to the debate, what stood out to me. And, um, there was a lot more. I remember there's a lot more. There was talk about trade. There was talk about so much stuff. And I and I think I'm, I might even do a part two to this. Maybe I'll have a guest on to talk, let me talk about it. Um, who knows? But that was my quick commentary on the crazy night that we had. The crazy historic debate that we had September 29th. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you very much for tuning in once again. Yeah, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you've enjoyed this. And uh, follow us on social media at Gonzo Tonight. Everything's at Gonzo Tonight. And um, 
go ahead and send us an email too if you have something to offer to the podcast if you maybe want to be on a phone interview if you want to come in person if you live nearby if you have anything to offer to this podcast i would appreciate if you guys reached out to me whether it's feedback ideas anything we're open to it and we would love to hear from you but take care thanks again for tuning in and until next time guys peace